Good morning, it's Thursday, December 28th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at all our top stories and other important things going on in our community. Today, the husband and children of a Sierra Vista woman mauled to death by a pit bull in June have served a $7.5 million notice of claim on city officials, stemming in part from how a dog attack against another resident was handled. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Jeffrey Williamson, known as Axe, is a renowned Super Smash Brothers melee player from Sierra Vista? Right now, he's ranked 17th in the world. Consistently in the top 10 from 2016 to 2022, he has achieved notable successes, including winning at Smash Summit 8, runner-up at Genesis 6, and 5th at Evo 2014. Axe is famous for playing Pikachu, and is considered the best melee Pikachu player ever. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. A horrific event unfolded on a June evening in Sierra Vista. 84-year-old Helene Jackson and her mini poodle Lily were out for an evening stroll, a routine that turned tragic. They were savagely attacked by one or two American Staffordshire Terriers, commonly known as Pitbulls. The dogs, owned by Shamira Marie Sanchez and Ashley Sanchez, had jumped a residential block wall, leading to this fatal incident. The aftermath of this tragedy has rippled through the community and the legal system. The Sanchezes now face serious felony charges, including manslaughter. Their court appearance in Cochise County Superior Court is looming, scheduled for February 16th, unless a plea agreement is reached beforehand. But this story isn't just about the criminal aspect. There's a significant civil component. Earlier this month, Jackson's family took a decisive step by filing a $7.5 million notice of claim against city officials. This legal move, a prerequisite in Arizona for suing a public body, stems from how the city's animal control unit handled a previous dog attack by the same animals. Let's delve into the details of this notice of claim. It describes a desperate scene. Helene Jackson trying to protect her tiny dog from the vicious attack. Tragically, both she and Lily succumbed to their injuries. What adds to the family's grief and frustration is the knowledge that this wasn't the first act of aggression by these dogs. They had previously escaped and attacked another resident and his dog in February in a similarly unprovoked incident. The claim points to what they consider a grave oversight by the city. After the February attack, the dogs were quarantined but not impounded for being dangerous. This, despite city staff allegedly knowing the dogs were vicious. The family argues that if proper measures had been taken, including possibly euthanizing the dogs or imposing stricter containment requirements, this tragic event might have been prevented. The notice of claim is comprehensive, naming various city officials including the city manager, mayor, council members, and even the police chiefs. It underscores a critical question. Could this tragedy have been avoided with more stringent animal control measures? The legal proceedings for the Sanchez's and the city are just beginning. 
but beyond the courtrooms, this case raises broader issues. What responsibility do pet owners bear? How should cities enforce animal control laws? And most importantly, how do we prevent such tragedies in the future? Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, Page Springs Hatchery is part of the Arizona Game and Fish Department. It produces about 750,000 fish annually. Page Springs Hatchery is the largest state-run hatchery, producing nearly 57% of the stock trout, contributing over $185 million to Arizona's overall economy. Roxanne De La Rosa of Cronkite News has the story. Either you love fishing or just want to spend some time breathing fresh air and enjoying the water, several lakes in Arizona are a paradise for locals and people from other states who come for adventure and peace of mind. Every year, Dan Esch follows his passion. I'm an avid fisherman. I don't get tired of it. I do it all day and I don't get tired of it. Esch makes the long drive from Pennsylvania to Arizona. At Goldwater Lake, he spends hours fishing. I usually come out around uh, September and stay till May. Other locals who love fishing come to this lake for the same reason. I've been fishing since I was a toddler. I went with my dad and we fished the streams and the lakes. Page Springs Hatchery is part of the Arizona Game and Fish Department. It breeds rainbow trout, brown trout, and occasionally gila trout, producing about 750,000 fish per year. From there, we grow them for about 12 months, 12 to 15 months, depending on how big we need them. When they're about 10 inches, we'll, we'll harvest the raceways and bring them out and stock them into well over 100 bodies of water throughout Arizona. When the fish are ready, they release them into Arizona's lakes, ponds, and streams. Goldwater Lake is one of them. Esh is waiting for the truckload of fish to arrive. Well, Arizona is the place to be. Page Springs Hatchery is the largest state-run hatchery and produces nearly 57% of the stock trout contributing over $185 million to the overall Arizona economy. By me putting fish in lakes, I allow other people to also enjoy fishing. So um, it's something I'm passionate about. Many springs make up the hatchery's water source and produce approximately 8.5 million gallons of water per day at a constant 68 degrees Fahrenheit. During the summer when it's hot in Phoenix, we'll avoid all that southern area and we'll do a lot of stocking up on the rim. So we'll stock the Prescott Waters, Flagstaff, um, Payson, and all the lakes up on the rim. The warmer temperature allows for faster growth of fingerlings, but it isn't conducive to hatching trout eggs. Trout eggs are ideally hatched in water temperatures between 45 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit. And then in the wintertime, when those bodies of water down in Phoenix cool off, we'll stock a lot of Phoenix, Yuma, um, Parker Canyon, Patagonia, Tucson, those areas. Because of the warmer water temperature,
Page Springs is a grow-out station that receives fingerling trout from other state hatcheries to grow out at the facility. Esch says he loves Pennsylvania, but he prefers to spend this time of the year at this lake because he is a country boy at heart. Arizona stocks the trout with nice, healthy trout. Uh, they're fun to catch. Uh, they're a great fighting fish, uh, and they're, they're a good eating fish. Uh, they're just a lot of fun to catch. Every year purchased online from the Arizona Game and Fish Department contributes directly to our on-the-ground conservation efforts. In the newsroom, Roxanne de la Rosa, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. At 7 p.m. tomorrow night, head over to Punchy's Tavern and check out Kenny Fielder and the Cowboy Killers. Featuring raucous guitars, outlaw vibes, plus blues and western vocals, you'll exit the new year in style. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Edmundo Murrieta of Sierra Vista. Edmundo was born in Nogales in 1940. He married his wife, Margarita, in 1973, and they moved to Sierra Vista in 1978. Edmundo was a barber for 55 years, first in Agua Prieta and then in Juan's Barber Shop in Sierra Vista. He is survived by his wife, children, daughters-in-law, grandchildren, brothers, and a sister. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Edmundo's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.